This episode is made possible by Red H Nutrition. Red H Nutrition is your one-stop shop for nutrition and wellness supplements. You can check them out in the show notes. And don't forget to use code RUNLIFTMOM, R-U-N-L-I-F-T-M-O-M, at checkout to save 10%. Also, if you stick around to the end of the episode, you'll hear me interview the owner of Red H Nutrition about one of my favorite products. And as always, I'm a Zaya Active representative, so don't forget to get on my new release Wednesday text message. Yeah, you heard me right. By going to newreleasewednesday.com, put in your phone number, and then you don't have to scroll social media all day come Wednesdays. I'm going to send you my favorite directly to your phone. Welcome to the Run Lift Mom podcast, where we're talking about running, lifting, and momming, not necessarily in that order. Today, we're going to talk about something that supports all three, and that is connection with others. Now, your adult self might call it networking, and I have brought someone to the table who is well-versed in networking. She is an HR professional of many years and also an advocate for military spouse employment. She runs dependent work, which is an organization that does exactly that in her spare time. Can y'all believe it? But she talks to me first and foremost about connecting with others. You guys, that's what networking is. So we're going to talk about connection with others, both in person as well as online, which is where a lot of networking takes place these days. I'm so excited to have this HR professional and fantastic connection. Without further ado, folks, Here's Tia Prevo from Dependent Work. All right, Tia Prevo from Dependent Work. Welcome to the Run Lift Mom podcast. I am so excited to talk to you about networking today. I'm so excited to be here. It's um, been a pleasure to like listen to your podcast and follow your journey on Instagram. We became Instagram buddies, and now I get to be on the podcast, which was very fun proposal to be here, and I'm excited. <laughs> For those that aren't connected on the socials, um, I proposed to Tia publicly when she was at the Military Influencers Conference. Um, I mean, via stories, you guys, but lovingly, she said yes, and here we are. We're going to talk, actually, about... For those who have a side business, maybe they're in motherhood and it's on the side, or maybe they're working mothers, we're going to talk about networking professionally for both sides. Yeah, definitely. I um, was noodling over this topic and it's really a strong passion of mine because for me, Dependent.Work, I started it as a military talent community to give resources and support to military spouses that are trying to blend their careers with military life. And that's my tagline is blending your career with military life. But I also noticed as a key spouse with for people who aren't military, we have groups within different formats that help support military families. And I get to be one of those great people that when you first enter into our local community, I come out and I help. But I realized that recently more so, is it just hard to make a friend? So networking is the same as making a friend as an adult. Um, but networking is the business side of it. And I want to be able to showcase both the social fun side of making friendships and connecting, but also that business side. Yeah. I mean, networking is definitely a business term, but I like how PS you're breaking it down there and you're like, 
actually it's just making friends. It really is. And connecting resources. Uh, how many times have you probably gone to your neighbor's house and said like, hey, like, do I just, do you have anything I need a, a cup of milk or an egg or just something um, to finish up dinner? And they'll probably give it to you because you've made that that connection, that network, and that, that resource you need is maybe the egg, or it could be, hey, I need a job. <laughs> so so you build those connections is important. I love it. So talk to me a little bit. I mean, it's kind of a human psychology thing, right? We like to work or connect folks we know, like, and trust. Can you comment on that a little bit, just in your experience as someone who does this for a living? Yeah, so I, I, I guess for me personally, it, it makes me feel good when I see people that I know can support each other connected. And I think that that's the psychology around it anyway, is like we want to lift people up. How's the phrase go? It's like tides lift all ships. Yeah. And so um, that's kind of the same thing when you're networking or you're the psychology of like referring people to one another. You want to make sure people don't get ripped off. Like that's a big one, right? You want to say like, Hey, I've used this person to do my backsplash in my kitchen and they've done a great job. I would refer them. Um, you don't tend to necessarily refer people that don't do a good job. You're not going to hear people say like, Hey, go ahead and use this guy. They're cheap, but they don't do a good job. Like it's not that way. People want to make sure it's their reputation on the line as well. And they want to make sure that when they're referring somebody to you, that they have that pride and ownership as well. And they're passing along somebody who's good. So from a standpoint of like just in the business world, from a recruiting standpoint, referrals are always something that we're trying to capture. So in my day-to-day job, I do talent recruiting. So I recruit for staffing of all type and we look at what are our numbers from a recruitment standpoint. We want those to be the best numbers because usually good employees refer good employees. Ah, like attracts like. Good people. Right? They have good people. Yeah, they bring good people and you want those people in, especially right now when our community and our companies are so transient, right? People don't stay in business as long. So regardless of that's a a military spouse who's going to be moving because their um, husband or wife gets orders, or if that somebody just decides they want to get another job that pays them more money. In order to try to keep people to stick, you want to have referrals. And so that's the same thing when it comes to your businesses, right? You want people to bring to you other good people that will give you repeat business. And you do that by making sure you have a good network. I love that. So talk to me a little bit about like the concept of doing this online, right? I mean, I can understand being at like a happy hour and introducing my good friend Tara to my good friend Tia because you guys are fantastic women with great senses of humor. But what about when this is in an online scenario? I mean, right now we're speaking and we're you're you're three hours behind me. We're on different coasts. Can you talk to me about that a little bit? Yeah, definitely. So um I would say that most people should just say hi, like whether that's through uh, DMing, Instagram, a retweet. um, It's really great that we have social media and there's so many avenues to be able to be connected to people. Um, All you have to do is reach out. Like it's that simple. (laughs) Hi first. I I really, I, I know you've got a lot of tips for us today, but I want to pause there and make sure people heard you. Say hi first. Because we're so connected these days, sometimes we forget (laughs) that saying hi first is scary. So if you are willing to pony up and do that, it goes a long way in a relationship. It really does. 
for me, I, I look at our community and I talk more to the military spouse community because I live it. And so, and you do too. And that's how we got connected is I found another military spouse that was doing this great podcast and she's also athletic and I would like to be athletic. So why don't I follow her? But I also, I'm just going to start, um, putting her in my stories and letting her know like, Hey, I, I hear you. I see you. I'm listening to you. And that's a great way to start your connections is people. Once you recognize them, that says to them, Oh, you see me. Oh, well, let me see what they're about. And they'll go and they'll start investigating you more. And that's really how you just start those relationships online. So that's the, I think the benefit to social media is it's so easy to get connected and find like-minded people. But also if you're looking for somebody who's different from you and maybe just has this great spirit and you uh, want to emulate things of them, like Susie and her running, I would love to emulate that. Um, you have that forum to do it. You can say like, Hey, what are these tips? Or like in Susie's case, she gave me the tip about the salt in the water. I was like, what? This is amazing. Now I'll drink more water. If I put salt in it, I, I may have overdone it with the salt, but it's another story, <laughs> but it's a great way to be able to say, Hey, I, I enjoy this about this person. I want to learn more about them. I'm going to say hi. I love, and the point that you're making for, for those who are taking tactical notes, um, I will actually quote who I had on in episode 47, Brenda Starr. Um, she always teaches that like, like is lazy, liking someone's picture, like is lazy. You guys, that's not connecting with them. Connecting with them is to your point, Tia, saying hi first. Um, on Instagram, the stories gives us a really nice option to tag people when we're thinking of them. Um, you can tag folks. Um, you've seen people do like five on Friday. Here are people that I'm connected with that you might benefit from. There are really great ways to compliment others and stroke their egos, if you will, without doing that lazy thing, which is just a double tap. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it becomes kind of like robotic in nature, right? Like we're just scrolling through and we're not even reading. We're just, I catch myself doing it. It's like sometimes I need to stop and look and say like, hey, what is this person really into? And I need to comment on it and say like, hey, here's how I feel. Or, hey, I see you. Like, keep up the great work. There was a post the other day where this guy was talking about the VA and his experience with the VA and going there and how it was such a negative experience. And you never really hear these body image stories from men. Like it's usually females that are saying these body image stories and he had a picture of himself and he is great looking guy, but they're telling him that he needed to lose additional weight. And I stopped and I said, Hey, what is this really about? Read through it. And I commented on it to say like, Hey, like I see you, you're doing great. Like don't uh, get discouraged about what, what's going on. You don't know what's going on in somebody else's life and you don't know how you can help benefit them by just saying, I recognize what you're going through. I may not know what you're going through, but I hear you, see you, and I'm here for you. I love that. I love that. So, um, you know, even outside of the military, I'm connected with a lot of women who are in like direct selling or affiliate marketing. Mm -hmm. um, let's say that there's somebody brand new that started. They're, they're kind of new to the game and yeah. they maybe see an adjacent business. Maybe it's a subscription box or it's a influencer, if you will, or it's someone they want to do business with. How do you recommend, so I hear you saying, say hi first, mm. engage in a genuine way. Do yep. you recommend kind of putting it out there like, hey, I love your vibe. I'd love to work with you or like describing, giving a suggestion on how you could work together. How would you recommend doing that? 
Yeah, so I definitely would say um, be of service uh, is a big deal, right? Like, so a lot of these people, and especially there's always going to be people, people ahead of you, right? There's always going to be somebody that's ahead of you. And that's good. That keeps us moving and motivated to go forward. But remember, they're also getting probably tons of people saying that I want something from you. You don't want to be that person who's saying, I want something from you. You want to be that person of service that says, hey, how can I be of service? Like, I see that you're doing this and I feel like that we could be aligned or I could learn a lot from you. How can I help you? That's always the line to go with. How can I help you? Once you start to connect that, that creates that abundance, right? That's one of the things we wanted to talk about is abundance and how you get that is offering yourself up. Um, sometimes you're going to have to do some stuff for free until you can get paid for it. Mm -hmm. Um, there will be some methods that say, do not do anything for free. But when you're building these connections, sometimes you need to offer yourself up to show them what you're worth, right? To be able to say like, Hey, this is how we can work together. Here's how we can connect. Here's how I can be of service of you. Once they see that they, that you've done that in kind, they will return that. Is that something that you, I mean, we look, we know there are a lot of schools of thought out there. <laughs> I am an old school Jeffrey Gittimer, if any salespeople are, are listening right now. I'm an old school Jeffrey Gittimer, little red book. Um, and he always said, value first, value first. Um, it, it, is that something that you encourage among like mompreneurs with side businesses or working mothers? I definitely do because we can connect forces and I, I include myself in there because I am one, right? Like the more that we can unite and help and support each other, the more that that will come back to us. So you say you start your, your direct sales business and you have a, another, so we're going to say is I active is, is starting up. And then I have a Sensi business and I say, Hey Susie, um, I really think it would be great. I'm going to be hosting a party. Would you like to do it with me? Um, because Susie's business is thriving. I'm just getting started in my Sensi business, but I know Susie could bring people to me, but I also can bring new people to Susie. It's a network that I'm opening up to her. So it's, I think for mompreneurs, it's a great way and you do it together and you don't feel alone. Uh, so there's again, that connection, that networking, that tribe, that community that you're building of people that are doing direct sales, just like you. Um, that you can lean into and tap into for advice of, okay, so how are you doing that with your marketing? Or how are you doing that when you go to parties by yourself? Or how are you doing online Facebook parties versus Instagram parties? Um, building your network to be able to leverage those resources. But you do that together. I love that, that it's a collaboration. You know, and it occurs to me before I had my own direct sales business, I was a remote, nature of being a military spouse, I was a remote colleague for a decade. Can you speak to having people um, in your network that kind of serve as like mastermind, like to bounce ideas off of, or just maybe they don't work in my organization or in my industry? Um, do we need professional friends like that in our network? Definitely. It, it Sometimes it just helps to have somebody to vent about what's going on with your work, right? Like you need somebody who can understand from that standpoint of like, I'm so frustrated with this marketing or the social media campaign I've been doing. I thought it was so great, but I don't understand why I'm not getting a lot of engagement. Um, and you can vent those out to people that kind of are in your wheelhouse and understand what's going on. But also you can get insights to pieces of, okay, I want to move away from my blog. What other avenues should I use? Or how did you do it when you started your podcast? Um, you don't want to live on an island. And 
it's very easy for us as moms, us as business owners, us as military spouses, any of those categories you fit in that we fit into um, to get isolated and depressed. And one of those ways to get out of that is to find people that are doing it at the same time. And it doesn't mean it needs to be they're all in the same place because that's how you're going to spark new ideas and innovation. Um, but to have that group or um, tribe that can you can call on for different things. So maybe I go to um, Jenna Burt and say, hey, Jenna, like I have a friend who's looking at getting into the dental field. Would you be able to help them? Well, it's not necessary for me, but it may be for one of my other friends that's trying to do something else that I'm just helping them support so they don't feel isolated and alone on their journey. So that network is a huge, huge thing. You remind me of something like when you're talking about making an introduction like that. So whether it's in person or online, how can we go about introducing folks, like making that warm introduction to where it really leaves an impact? So um, I think it's two ways, right? Like, so if you're introducing yourself um, and it's in a professional setting, you'll hear about the elevator pitch, right? And for your businesses, you do need to have that. And it's very staunchy and, <laughs> and professional sounding. And let's have define elevator pitch just for those that are listening that are like, what? Or they've been out of it a minute. and just Yeah, so definitely your elevator pitch is going to be who you are, what you do, what your ideal client is, how you're different what are the next steps to working with you? And then the hook, right? Like why, why do you want, wrap it up in a nice little, nice little bow and say why? Um, the now, idea being that you can deliver this stuff. It's short, y'all. It's sweet. Yeah. And by the time your elevator gets to the floor, you're off. That's it. It's like Twitter, 250 <laughs> characters, right? Yeah. Very quick. <laughs> um, so there's that side of it, right? The professional side, you need to have that, especially if you're trying to grow your business. You need to be able to get in and get out and see whether or not that you're a value for that person who's going to either be purchasing from you or giving you money, really, is what it comes down to. And you guys can both see on both sides whether it's a, a fast yes or a fast no, right? Because if it's a fast no, then you can go on to the next person. If it's a fast yes, that means you can get to work and get them what they need um, pretty quickly. Um, on the other side of that is what if you're just um, right now in the season of you're not ready to start back into work, you're home with your kids, you're doing the tough work, which it really is a tough job right now. What if you don't need a, a directly an elevator pitch, but you want to be able to still talk about yourself and, and bring the type of people into your life that you want? You need to think about it as your why or how you want to show up. So you need to be able to say, hey, this is me. This is what I stand for. Here's who I want around me is kind of what you need to think about it as. And this is the type of functions I want to be going to are the type of events I want to be a part of. Think about it from that perspective when it comes to more of your social personal. So what I hear you saying is, you know, if I'm a stay-at-home mom, I've got a one and a three-year-old, but I know that I want to go back to work in a few years. You are painting that picture. You're surrounding yourself with the network that you want to serve and that could possibly serve you in two, three years down the road. That's it. You want to be able to... Um, 
you know, occasionally go to military spouse professional networks or women empowerment conferences where you're around people that are going to bring value to your life, but also that you can learn from, right? Like, and that you can give them insight as to like, hey, these are things that are impacting me as a stay at home mom that I think we need help with, right? So you take that to people that can make those changes or you become the change, but you need to have a network to be able to do that. You need to have people that can say, um, here's, who you need to know to be able to do that change or here's um, what you need for future business growth. Uh, it's really big to know who those direct people are. And I think one of the things that we were talking about is that warm introduction is when you know somebody that you think could leverage from someone else, you need to be able to say, Hey, uh, let's use more friends of ours. <laughs> hey, Brandon, um, Brandon, I wanted to introduce you to my friend, Tara. Tara does a great job with graphic design work. And did you know she's also an accountant? She's an amazing accountant who has this other creative side that can showcase and update your website, but also she can look at it from a financial standpoint to say, this will drive revenue or this will not. Um, boom, you're in, you're out. You've made that introduction. Uh, you probably helped solve a problem for Brandon and you've also brought business to Tara. I so I love, I mean, I'm reminded that as marketers, as salespeople, for our audience, and it sounds like for our network as well, we're trying to decrease pain or increase pleasure. And so those are also factors to think about as we're making warm introductions. To verbalize it, though, you guys, you can't just make the connection and not verbalize it as you're making that warm intro. And you've yeah. made Tara feel like a million bucks at this point. <laughs> well, we love Tara, don't we? Yes. <laughs> <Tara> girl. <laughs> I'm going to link to her below, listeners. Just yes. type up her quick details, whatever player you're listening in. <laughs> we love our little Tara. So I, I think it's, um, it's good to be able to make those warm introductions because if you just say like, hey, I'm going to pass your number along, there's no context, right? Like, so nobody remembers why there's no connection to sink it into the main brain and you have to remember that you want to be able to for that connection to last to, to be something of either this is like you like a connector in that way like oh this person is like you and you guys would get along because of xyz and then that will sink in oh i need to contact this person because Susie referred them to me because we're alike or it's like, oh, this person can help me. I need to make sure I connect them because Susie said this is a good referral. I should do that. I love that. I um, actually, speaking of Tara, um, connected me with a guest that we've had on this podcast, Amy of Tiny Troop Soccer. And the way that she made that introduction was, you guys are both moms of littles and you like to run. And guess what? When Amy and I finally got on the line and we were able to connect ourselves, guess what we spent the first 10 minutes talking about? But Tara put that up to bat, so to speak, for us. And that mm. probably made both of us more eager to speak with one another. Yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> Amy's a great one to hang out with as well. Um, that's another spouse who reached out to me and said like, hey, I have this business and we are trying to get more spouses that can be soccer coaches. How can we do this? And one of those ways that we look at it is how can we influence our network to say like, hey, here's jobs that are remote kind of, right? Because the, they have some flexibility to them. And here's a great network to get hooked up with if you're looking for something. But she reached out to me because somebody else in my network said, hey, here's Tia and she has a connection through 
military spouses um, and getting them resources and helping them get jobs. So you should connect with them if you're looking for more spouses to come work for you. And that's the the connection right there. Like you just made the connection, Tara made the connection with you to Amy. Amy got a connection on social. Like it wasn't even a person that we knew. It was just, she had heard of me, contacted me and said, Hey, I need some help. So she said, hi. First. Love. So people are, <laughs> are listening. Right. And, and what I want them to hear, I mean, these names, y'all don't know who these people are and that's okay. But what I hope you're hearing is one, it's a small world. And two, it serves both sides when you're able to make those connections everybody wins. We've got that abundance mindset. We're not trying to hide resources. We're sharing and serving. Yeah, definitely. I think, again, we can only stress this. Like, first, I always tell people, give each other grace. One, like always give grace because you don't know what season of life somebody's in. You don't know what struggles they're going through. You don't know what their time commitments are. Like, I am probably the worst at staying in touch with people because I just get in the zone. Like, when I have my kids, I, I don't have the luxury right now of being able to stay home with my kids. And so I'm gone from them for nine, ten hours a day. And when I am with them, like, my mindset totally get everything else that I have to do. <laughs> and I'm all about them. So what tends to happen is uh, the little bit of windows of time that I have to like reconnect with people, I'm using that to talk to my mom. And, and so I think you have to start with giving each other grace because seasons in life allow for more time and seasons in life allow for less time to be able to foster those relationships. But if you're being consistent with your check-ins. It doesn't mean it has to be all the time, but just a little bit of a, hey, just checking in. How are you doing? Know your husband's deployed. Is everything going okay? Do you need anything? Boom. Maybe you don't talk to them again for a couple more weeks because you don't have the time to, but they'll remember that. That person will remember that, hey, this, this person checked on me in a time of need, and now it's my turn to check on them. So in the times when you don't hear from them, give them grace. That doesn't mean that they don't, they're not thinking of you. That just means that there may be a lot going on. I think the second part is remembering to say hi first um, because it's so important. I, for me, uh, the tagline I'm starting to use is, hi, I need a friend. And it's just a, a good reach out to say, I'm in a state right now where I just need somebody to talk to. It could be just for five seconds because I've been talking to kids all day and I need a break. So it's a good way just to reset your mind, give yourself the self-care you need, or even from a business perspective, if you're saying, hi, I need a friend that knows how to do SEO, <laughs> it's still, uh, it, you can leverage that same tagline for different uh, avenues, whether it's professional or personal. I love it. I love it. I'm going to get into some rapid fire here, but I really want people to hear what we're talking about. First, adopting that abundance mindset of helping and serving others. I love your advice about saying hi first and making that genuine introduction. Obviously, we gave some tactical Instagram advice there as well as tactical information around the warm introduction. I don't think I've heard anyone talk about still having an elevator speech 
when you're in a season of life where you're not necessarily employable or seeking work. I really, really love that. Um, and then finally, just how it is a small world and how all of this, it's not, you've got to be coming from a place of the heart with mm -hmm. all of this. There is nothing fake about what we have discussed for the last 20 minutes. Yeah, no, not at all. You have to be genuine. People will gravitate to you if they feel like you're a real person and you understand where they're coming from. Absolutely. All right. Well, I'm going to veer off to another area here, Tia. I want to do a rapid fire with you. Tell me, what is your favorite book to gift? Um, for networking, it's Don't Sleep on Planes by Zachary Hall. Um, it's actually funny. I went to school with him and I found out he wrote this book and then I started reading it and all the things in it were so familiar because we grew up together. Um, but also so poignant and like, I do sleep on planes. That tends to be what I do. And now that I, um, have read his book, I try really hard not to, because it is, you never know who you're going to meet out. And it's a good opportunity when you're on a plane for four hours to talk to somebody and maybe make another connection that you didn't know you were going to get. And you could go deep. I love that. I'm going to check it out. I'm also going to link it in show notes. So depending on the player y'all are in, either swipe up or click details. And then finally, Tia, what advice would you give your younger self professionally? Uh, not to worry about becoming the next CEO. I think um, <laughs> it's, it's so true, right? Like I, when I was Right out of college, I felt like I was going to take over the world and every world, every office was going to be like Google and I was just going to be um, making such a big difference and impact, which I am, but it's on a smaller scale. I think when you're young, um, it's so cloudy and big and nothing about dreaming big is bad, but it's also when you start having uh, life events that occur, you get married you start having kids or, you know, you try a different few different jobs. You learn that that direct path is that you think you have is not always a direct path. You can hop from star to star and still make it. I love that. I always take quotes from these episodes and uh, that's definitely going to be one for this one. <laughs> Well, Tia Prevo, thank you so much. I'm going to put all of your details in the show notes as well. I am so appreciative of you coming to share networking information, not only for those that are in the work game, but also for those of us who have side businesses or maybe might do something creative and entrepreneur-like down the road. <laughs> Definitely. Thank you for having me. It's been great. Wow, Tia, so many great gems from this episode, from the psychology of making a connection to the importance of a good network, to how to make a great introduction. I think my favorite takeaway was networking is simply making and being a good friend. I hope you guys hear that. I hope this episode is a blessing to you in your professional capacities. Tia, I want to thank you so much for the work that you do for military spouses with dependent work, as well as just other mothers like yourself across the country. Until I get into your earpiece again, remember, for while bodily training is of some value, godliness is of value in every way as it holds promise for the present life and also for the life to come. That's from 1 Timothy 4.8, and this has been the Run, Lift, Mom podcast. All 
right. Katie Danger with Red H Nutrition. Listeners can dip back into episode 35 to hear the entire episode on sexy versus non-sexy supplements. And you blew my mind with the latter, especially about A to Z vitamins. Can you tell me about factor 10? Yeah, factor 10 multivitamin, it is a different approach than your typical A to Z Centrum or one a day that you might be taking currently. So we focus more on herbal ingredients. It does have your daily allowance of vitamin D, A, and zinc because those are really important for general health and wellness. But we took a focus on thyroid and liver health. So what that means is we're focusing on the cellular level of health and wellness. And if you focus on the cellular level, your entire system is going to be optimized. And things that people feel they have better hair, better skin, better nails, and they generally feel better and they're getting their full spectrum wellness. Thank you for listening to the Run Lift Mom podcast. This began as a passion project in February of 2019. I wanted to uplift other women in the areas of running, lifting, and motherhood. Here's what's happened. I've not only personally been uplifted, I have been blessed by the relationships with guests on this show, by the relationships with listeners of this show. Thank you so much for helping me continue this passion project. Here's how you can help even more, and it will take you less than 10 seconds, dear listener. I want you to rate, review, and subscribe. Rate, review, and subscribe. It really, really helps other people find the show, and it keeps my show sponsors happy.